Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Bringing in the new year with your favorite radio friends, it's the AOO Show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5 FM, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew, next to the man who thinks that self-service checkouts are for baskets only. It's Dick. I prefer New Year's over Christmas. Schistler. Oh, yeah. Happy so, New Year, yeah, buddy. Happy, happy New, New year. year. What's up? 2024 is here, baby. Yeah. And we didn't miss a single episode. You know, a lot of shows, podcasts included, took time off for the holidays, but not us. That's because I don't have anybody anymore. No, I just mean in general. You always got to bring place. it up. No, 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 no. I just, not this, just this station. All over the place. What do you mean you don't have anybody anymore? You have a phenomenal lineup. What are you talking I about? I do. Of which we spearhead, by yeah. the way. Oh, you know what? I, you know I didn't mention to you is over uh, Christmas, we did the three hundred bowl holiday party. Uh huh. And I took my mother because my mother's never met anybody at the bowling alley. Has never. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, are you messing with my table, dog? Oh, he broke my table. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> but uh, she's never been to the bowling alley. So I was like, okay, cool. You can come. And you'll meet people, have some drinks and food, and meet everybody. And then, yeah. I, but then I bowled a 300 in front of her. So that I was. I saw that. that now, was, it wasn't quite it, a. It was a no tap 300. No tap 300. But you had the back 10 yeah. natural strikes, buddy. Way to go. Oh, yeah. And uh, my mom, like, never. My mom doesn't really understand bowling. So when I did that, I was like, I just got a 300, and she goes, is that good? And I was like, yeah. Well, see, the object of the game, Mom, is to <laughs> knock down all the pins, of which I just did every time. Yeah, so, was, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I was, so I, was funny. I, I started laughing, and, all, and, and what's, what was hilarious was on the last throw, I turned around, and I go, hey, Mom, this is for you. And then I throw oh, it. Oh, that's like pointing to the grandstands, oh, yeah. like Babe Ruth before home run. Oh, I, you know, there's an opportunity. I'm so take wish it. you just would have gone right through the face and split. That would have been no, great. No, no, and I hit it, and I turn around, and she's on her phone. <laughs> it's so great. And I go, "Mommy, did you not see that?" I felt like I was a little, I was five years old again. Mommy, did you not watch me? Mom, mom, did you see that? Uh, and she goes, "No, I saw it. That's great." And I'm like, "Do you? I got a 300. Is that good?" Oh, that does remind me, I, I had one a bowling accomplishment similar to that years ago. I picked up the 7-10 split. For those of you who do not know what that is, it's the two pins in the corner. Picked it up, expecting to hear cheers, raucous roar, because it's a fairly rare thing to do. That's even more rare than a 300. Absolutely it is, absolutely. And I turn around to dead silence, and everybody's on their phone. And one dude about three lanes down looks over and goes, I saw it, good job. <laughs> and that hey, was it. I'm like, Dang, This man. bud's for you, or whatever that theme <laughs> song. There you go. <laughs> For the guy, for the guy who had the seven ten, but no uh, one cared. No one saw. That's right. This bus right, for you. Well, man, for you. last week's show was awesome. The beer mile guys were phenomenal. What a way to end the year, right? That's pretty to interview cool, those man. Guys, I was really hoping, uh, not hoping. I was really worried about a lot of the stuff I said. So I, I want to apologize to anyone carrying over from that episode that is a competitor. I was joking about the doping. That's a joke. I'm sorry that lady got in trouble, and she was she's in the movie. You were awfully uh, interested uh, in the doping aspect. I'll, I'll say that much. Well, because like, bro, let it go. No, it's not that. I think what I I'm interested in is like the the idea skirting of, the rules. It, well, not skirting the rules. It's more of the, everyone. All the technology is getting so much better and better and better. Because a lot of people who don't know anything about doping, they think, oh, it's literally that steroid bottle that you put in a needle and you inject in your butt. Yeah, that's the kind I do anyway. And but no, it's so much more complex yeah. than that. And then it's gonna get even more complex. It's an art form in and of itself. But then there's also other stuff that like I would consider doping, but a lot of people don't. It's like all that recovery stuff. Can you imagine how good at radio you would be if you doped? Oh, Unbelievable. Dude. I could do I could do the tonsil stuff. I'm I'm sorry. Whatever what? whatever it's called like <laughs> you put that on your Tinder no, profile. No, you can do that. They um uh, 
I, w- I, w- I saw a guy basically had a high pitched voice. He talked like this all the time. So they would do injections in his throat, and it would, uh-huh. it would, it would slow down something, and so he could talk like this. Uh, well, he has a draw naturally when you slow it down. Uh, but uh, but no, what I'm saying is like you know those people who do like the they go to GNC and they spend like five hundred dollars a month. Sure. And not just on vitamins. Yeah, it's, supplements. It's like the it's like the workout creatine. Stuff. Wouldn't that be like the recovery pills? Like that's not all natural. I I don't know. I Wouldn't mean, that I f- be considered doping? I don't. I mean, some of them have been banned. Some of those substances have been banned. Not everything you can find in GNC is allowed for competitive. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't. At least know. as far as I know, I think there's still some like some of those andro type I, fuels. I wonder if they put it on the bottle. Uh, they might. Like, I think. Hey, well, I I think the very if favorite you're, if thing. If you're an Olympi- Olympic athlete, don't take this. I think on every single bottle of whatever it is in GNC or whatever store that's similar to that, not it says problem. not approved by the FDA, right? I think uh, okay. F- Food and Drug Administration has not approved these. I think that's on just but about I every. I think steroids so. are approved by the FDA. <laughs> right, sure they are. Yeah, they are. It, well, I, I will say this about steroid they're use. They're prescribed by a doctor. They're, right, and, and steroid use now, uh, it's so rampant, especially like in bodybuilding, they have doctors that do this for them, and it's administered very, very carefully. So it's not like your buddy injecting you in your ass, you know, in the gym locker room like it used to be. It was extremely dangerous. It's still dangerous, but it's much more regulated now and monitored. To these guys well, have I mean, it down to a science. It's not nearly as dangerous as it, you know, used to be. But they're all juicing. They're all jacked up. But again, I think I think I think you would be a phenomenal juiced up broadcast. You come in here with your huge forehead. Oh, look at me! <laughs> yeah, man, it's just always quick to anger all the time. What'd oh you yeah, <laughs> God! A few weeks ago, you were so mad at me because I missed a story. You know, a little bit of show cleanup here. By the way, I went back and listened to that episode, and I'm just going <laughs> along with it. And you're giving me crap about, you know, missing a, a, a link in the store. You couldn't find it. It was literally the second link. Like, all you had to do was look down, I don't know, a half inch on the run sheet, and there's the story I'm referring to. But whatever. <laughs> well, I, I will let you know what kind of person I am. You know how they always say, like, yes, when, you, you will. when you hit somebody and then you kick them when they're down? Mm-hmm. I'm also the the person who walks into the room. If you're already down, I'm gonna start kicking you. Don't, right. So I'm not the just, one that knocked you down. I'll I'll be that person. Just, oh, that just looks, join in. That looks fun. Let's listen. <laughs> this guy's already down. Let's get him. That's. I mean, have you ever been in the bar fight? Really, all of them. All the all bar the fight. All the bar fights I've been in, I've never been directly involved. I just see someone get punched on the ground, and then I just start kicking that no, person. But the bar. There was one bar fight that I was sort of an ancillary partner to, and it was really kind of funny. There were these two guys, and I had. I don't. I don't know who they were, but I'd seen them in this bar several times and I knew they were friends they knew each other and they're hammered and they start fighting right next to me and so instinctually you kind of go hey man hey hey you know you kind of to, to break it up and what I did inadvertently was actually hold this guy's arms back from defending himself while his buddy pummeled him <laughs> two or three times before I went oh sorry man I think I I think I'm not yeah. helping here at all <laughs> I just yeah well one thing I've learned in the life that I've lived is never get involved in anyone else's business Okay, words to live by. Like even if they're screaming help, Schistler. even if they're screaming help, uh-huh. you get sued. Yeah, you can, especially these days. So yeah, I mean that was the last episode of Seinfeld, right? They watched a a, a crime occur, and then that was their actual crime because they didn't want to get involved. Words to live by. Yeah. It's kind of funny how the world works. <clears throat> so I had this interesting thing happen to me while I was Christmas shopping weeks ago, and everywhere I went, I was setting off the alarms at the entrances of the stores. I'd walk into a store, and the alarm would go off. And I'm like, whoa. And the first time it happened, I was kind of walking in simultaneously with a group of people, and I thought maybe it was the group in front of me. So I didn't think anything of it. Uh, As I walk through this department store to get into the mall, I walk out by myself, and the alarm goes off again. I'm like, no, it was definitely me. Weird. You know, and the people look at me, I'm like, I don't have anything. And then it happened two or three more times. Yeah, white cis male alert. (laughs) Yes, the alarms were going off. Trust me. I can't bend over and pick something up. Uh, yeah, I, I did hurt myself the previous week. That was bad, man. That uh, was bad. Maybe it was detecting the cancer in you. Oh, let's hope. Oh, don't say that. What? Detecting the cancer. Anywho. Wouldn't so you want it to detect your cancer? I suppose so. I guess you're right. Right. And it goes on like, well, at least there's that. No, but it went off on, in several different stores. Um, and I thought it was pretty strange. Didn't think much about it. Well, about a week later. Oh. Is that what you were grabbing over there? Yeah, hold on. Don't bury, don't don't blow the, the, the lead here. I uh, I was walking out of 
Kroger. And the alarm went off again. I stopped. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And this lady says, oh, hey, did you just recently buy that hat? Because I was wearing a hat. And I said. Is it the hat you're wearing right now? And I said reflexively, no, I didn't just buy the hat. And then she said, oh, well, sometimes they put those little things inside the hat and you can't see them. So, okay, thanks. You know, I'm. And as I'm walking to my car, I start thinking about it. I'm like, wait, what hat am I wearing? Hey, wait, I did just buy this hat. And as it turns out, this little doohickey was inside the hat. I'd been wearing it for a couple of weeks, and I was setting off every alarm. Yes. I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. Yeah. Oh, no, I just aided some sort of prank, didn't I? Inadvertently. (laughs) Dang it. You're going to bury that on somebody, and they're going to walk through. Better watch yourself. Oh, no. So so let me ask you, why are you wearing a Bronco hat? Do you have a Bronco? No. I don't need to now because I have the hat. It's much cheaper. I'm frugal that way. No, I just saw the hat and thought it was pretty cool, man. It does look pretty cool, but people are going to ask you if you have a Bronco. You know what? You're right. I'm just going to lie to them and be like, yep. I would, too. Yep, got two of them, in fact. No, no that's, no, no, that's too, too, much. Too, much. too much. Too much. You just say, yeah, I got one. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. But do I have an old one or a new one? No, just all you got to do is just say it came with the car. <gasps> Brilliant. And Brilliant. Then, yeah, you like, know, they throw those in when you buy a Bronco. <laughs> Such a flex. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't emphasize the flex. I'd just be like, yeah, I just came with the car, so I just wear it. Like it's just, just so I, cash. It's just, just a hat. Ultra cash. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to show off. No, I just thought it was a cool hat. You know, speaking of I like showing the off, colors. you know what I'm really excited about? Yes, uh, sir. I'm pretty sure we talked about my brother selling my smoker. I don't think we talked about that on air. Oh, okay, all our conversations are blending. Yeah, they, they, it is kind of hard actually uh, to keep up with what we've talked about on air and so, off air. Long story short, my brother sold my story? side loader. On air or off air? I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> hey. uh, he scrapped my side loader. At, well, our family has some land over near us. And I kept a, my a side loader, a trailer smoker. And, well, the elements got to it, and he felt it was ugly, so he scrapped it, he said. And I go to his birthday party, his 50th birthday party. And I made a joke because we was a surprise, so I was meeting all his friends before Billy, Billy got there. And I was like, can you believe this guy? He was scrapped my uh, the side loader because like, I cooked for these guys before on it. And he's like, oh, he didn't scrap that. He sold that to Gus. <laughs> and I was like, who's Gus? And Gus is like, that's me. He like raises. I'm hand. the guy with the smoker. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I fixed it up. It wasn't really wasn't that bad." And I'm like, "I knew it wasn't that bad." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I smoked all this food on it." And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> "Well, anyway, I told my brother, I go, you're gonna have to make this up for me." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I don't." He's an older brother, so he can kind of do whatever. Yeah, he, he does wants. whatever he, he wants. He, he, bull- he bullied me when we were growing up, and and I was like, "No, you're gonna get me one of those butt buckles and belts that the inmates make." Because he, he works, he's a sheriff, and he mm-hmm. knows, he does uh, stuff with the inmates over there. And they make leather goods. Right. And you can purchase them from them. And I was like, you're going to get me a custom butt buckle with my initials on it, and I'm going to get a belt, too. And what's great about this is he's still asking me for the money. And so what I told, because it, it this is going to become a family thing. Like, my parents are going to be like, stop talking about it. I go, I, I, I kind of fished him a little bit i'm fishing him right now so basically i said i'll pay I'll, i go i'll pay you back when i get it like i want to see it and so but i'm never gonna pay him back ever and i want to let's hope he doesn't listen to the show oh no he 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 i know he doesn't because he we're not talking about guns or ah uh, yeah or, that's that's his or hunting that's his yeah thing. that's his thing got it or selling brothers smokers well, we even talked about the sinkhole out by his house though. yeah that's true but yeah that's so that's my that's okay. my long-term plan i'm gonna be like yeah thanks man Thanks. Just never pay him back. And I love being, I, I'm very close with all my family, so it's not like we hate each other, but it's going to be an ongoing joke where he's going to be like, hey, you never pay me that X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you and just never do it. And then when he finally gets mad, I'm like, you sold my smoker. Just drop it in. Yeah. You know, at the unfortunate but I, event, not, should one of your. I, but I'm not going to drop it until I get the belt. Relatives pass, you're but, there at the funeral and be like, I want my smoker. And you start see, it right there at the most inappropriate see, the time. Challenge, the challenge is going to be is getting my hands on the belt without paying them. Because depending on what we're doing, because I go out there and help him mm-hmm. out there, because he actually has a roping arena. I helped him build a roping arena out there. It was a wild hey, cool. a long time. And so i got to get the hands on the belt. Right. i got to put it on. And then that's when I can say I'm not paying him back. <laughs> right. At that point, he's, he's not going to take that belt off of well, you. Well, he's probably going to. I'd like to see you no, try. He can, I'd like to see you try. I, actually, I can. Hey, we're going to get in a fight. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be like. I can't wait till the next audience to win story. I'll be like, hey, yeah. there's a reason I have a black guy. Be like y'all are children again. 
Dick, what kind of sneezer are you? Are you one of these guys that sort of oh, like holds in a sneeze, so this or do you just let I, it? I, oh, rip. I let it. I let it rip. Uh, two things about sneezing. Yeah, I let it rip. And now, two things about sneezing. And with Dick. when I dip, I've oh, always, no. I always get. I've never really experienced <laughs> like the hold in sneeze. I don't know how anyone does it because oh. it's almost like you're getting hit with a football helmet on, like. Tackling somebody. Yeah, the compression. The, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh god, oh, people do that. Yeah, no. I see. I don't. I'm waiting dip. for something to f- come out <laughs> <laughs> right, of some orifice. Right. I don't dip. I don't do any of that. But I imagine if I had a sneeze, I'd have one of those packets fly out of my face. I don't want to. Ch- I don't want to choke it. I don't want to. S- have you ever like sneezed and shot one of those packets, your dip packets across the I've room? I've definitely sneezed while I had a good spit out. But I wasn't didn't time it correctly, so my body got confused. So I was and like, you farted. No, and oh. I was like, I don't want to swallow it. What do I do? And then it kind of like bubbled out, and I was like, man, I'm an idiot. I just I'm a I'm, I'm a garbage person. And it was it was a great moment because I had to clean myself up. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're I think it was in my car. You're embarrassed for yourself. I think I was in my car too. So like oh. I had to focus while driving. While I'm like. Man, if someone saw me, they'd be like, this guy is hitting rock bottom real fast. I've tried all different kinds of techniques. Sometimes they just sneak up on you and you can't. Like, control, you, ah! you know, and it's just loud. That's just, but oh. I have actually tried the, you know, holding in, and it kind of hurts, whatever. Okay, let me ask you this. But I've also tried where you just exhale all of your, right as you feel one coming. So when you do sneeze, oh. you can't, there's oh, not a lot there's to a admit at that point. There's and, a legit technique. You know it, what it is? Yeah, oh, no. What is it? You put your tongue... But uh yeah, you put your tongue to the roof of your mouth, but you have to hold it. Like it's it's something you might as well just sneeze when you're doing all that. But let me ask you this. Have do you ever known anybody that sneezes obnoxiously loud? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's the older you get, the the louder your sneeze oh, gets. My too. grandmother, ever See? since I've known her, it is like <sighs> it's like an alarm went off in the room. What is and that? I, and I'm thinking to myself, like, she has to be doing it on purpose. Like, there's no way. I've asked somebody who was a loud sneezer before if they're doing it on purpose, and they'll swear to you, no, this is just the way I sneeze. And I think it's probably actually more healthy to do it that way. I don't think it's good to try and suppress that. I mean, your oh, body's no. doing it on a, purpose. I do that every gas I got. Like, if I need a toot, I toot. If I need a burp, I burp. Have you ever heard, uh, this is an old, old um, study, I think. I heard a long time ago that sneezing is one-eighth of an orgasm. You may have to look that one up. Again, with your list. I I heard this a long time ago. I don't know if it's actually true or not, but I heard that I'll have to maybe maybe for next week. Actually, it makes more sense because, I mean, it happens really quickly. (laughs) Quickly, and it it, it feels good after you sneeze sometimes. Although, if you you sneeze a bunch, it's a a law of diminishing returns there. The first one's good, second one not so great. By the time you get to the fourth or fifth, you just want to stop sneezing. Well, in the first case known of its kind, a man tore a small hole in his windpipe after attempting to hold in a sneeze. The odd event occurred while he was driving his car and experienced about a uh, about of hay fever. That gives me nightmares now. Oh, he suddenly felt the overwhelming urge to sneeze, but instead of letting the sneeze loose, he lifts Oh my god, I can't. He stifled it by pinching his nose and closing his mouth, which you see people do commonly and it kind of comes out as a <laughs> Well, apparently in doing that, he blew out his windpipe. Oh, I believe my it. My god. That's it said uh, that the, the tear, the pressure was so great that the tear was 0. .08 inch by 0. .08 inch. That is nasty. I can't imagine that is wickedly painful, too. Because you know as soon as it happens, you go, uh-oh, something, something just went terribly wrong here. Oh. And there's a picture of his uh, x-ray there. You can actually see a where sneeze? the... Yeah, man. Well, the, the x-ray of his throat. I mean, I had a buddy whose lung collapsed. I don't think it was... He was driving, and I think he might have sneezed. Yeah. I don't know what he is. That's called a pneumothorax. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Sneezing. What, oh, let me guess. The next topic you want to do is tooting. No, sir. This is a story about, this is from the New York Post, a story about a 10-year-old boy in the UK who wants to ban the offensive, quote, offensive nerd emoji. Are you familiar with the nerd emoji? Is it the guy with the buck teeth and the glasses? It is. You must use this one quite a bit. I don't use emojis. Well, this little, I still you, you do, need I still to do the semicolon smile. Oh, uh, and sometimes they autocorrect to an emoji. No, uh, I actually got uh, 
<laughs> in a discussion with a group we're in, and they're like, can you stop doing that? And I go, are you really that upset that I put a winky face, <laughs> not an emoji? Like, why would you be Oh, ups- but they wouldn't have cared if it was an emoji. That's what I'm saying. I was like, like oh, you're like, good with the times. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, because that semicolon does really look like a. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I like it. You can use them in our chats. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Thank you. Thank you, face. In a bid to promote inclusivity and challenge stereotypes, 10-year-old boy named Teddy from England has initiated a campaign urging Apple to redesign its nerd face emoji. To what? Well, he's actually drawn a proposed new emoji, and I'm sorry, Teddy, yours is not very good. But what I think is really funny about this I'm gonna, I'm gonna is pull this, up. this little boy... Looks strangely like the emoji. I'm sorry, Teddy. Well, maybe but, that's what he doesn't like. And that's exactly why he doesn't like it. He's not helping himself out at all. Uh, I don't really... I use emojis every now uh, and again, uh, but I don't use this one. In he, fact, I had to search on my phone to see if I even had it. And it's there. I thought maybe it was a UK thing. So, yes, Teddy, and I don't know if you're showing this to our viewers. I'm, our, our I'm trying viewers. to get a bigger version of it. Yes. This website you choose, I just don't trust, man. Uh, well, they're they're all pretty shady. You so can't really see it, he but... Has, he has provided an alternative to Apple to use, and it still has the glasses, but instead of the buck teeth... That's smaller. Why would I click on it and want a smaller image? little smile instead. What kind of website is this, man? I click on it, and it gives me a smaller yeah, image. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's, that's terrible website de- design, no doubt. Yeah, the city's going to call me like, what are you doing? It's the New York Post. Come on. Oh, the line New York Post. Yes, reflecting on his campaign, Teddy said, if Apple took my ideas on board, it would feel amazing, and I would be so excited. Well, little Teddy, I hope you get your wish and they remove the nerd emoji. I'm sorry, you're so Well, they're not removing, they're replacing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's a difference. But here's my thing: is like when you saw that, they haven't removed. Why did the he immediately right? think? Oh, dude, I hope they don't ever remove the eggplant. That's one thing I love about the emoji thing. It's like, it's like different societies will take it to the next level and be like, "Hey, we're going to use this emoji as for male genitalia." <gasps> that's what it's used for. Yeah. Oh, I use it for cooking. Wow, that's a good idea. Well, I had a bad joke and I didn't <laughs> want to say it. I hadn't thought about using it in that way. That's great. Thanks for the ideas. Well, I'm trying to keep you up on your fatherhood. Thanks, you know, you man. You want to make sure everyone's using. You understand what your daughter's saying all the time, and I uh, yeah, so I hope she's not using the uh, eggplant emoji. What's you the ever, other, What's the other emoji I for the lady? I don't know. Um, peach. A peach, I guess. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Man, peach sounds pretty good right now. Like does an actual it? peach. Okay, <laughs> so it does it now. Farm to table. Moving on. Have you ever been on an airplane, Dick, looked out the window and gone, man, we're high. Man, no. This is, well, yeah, I'm going to say we're on the ground at this point. Okay. Uh, And just looked out at the wing and thought, that thing looks pretty cool. I want to walk on it. Like the wing? Yeah. You've ever thought about just walking out on the wing of an airplane or imagine yourself chilling out? I did like. Smoking a dube. I like the idea of those old school daredevils who would like put their. The wing walkers. Yeah. See, that was. They would. That was kind of cool. I guess they clamp their feet in, or right? Like a slide or something. You can slide in because they have to be able to move to get up and down. Yeah, so that, uh, I have seen that. It's usually, it's usually on like the the bi wing planes. Yeah. Wow, well, I've never. No, I wouldn't want to do that. But I have often wondered what it would be like to just kind of walk on out there onto the wing. Well, a man did this a few weeks ago on a Southwest airline flight. Well, it wasn't in flight. Again, it was on the ground. But he was arrested after allegedly jumping out of an emergency hatch on a Southwest Airlines flight. Bound to New Orleans, climbing out onto the wing's plane, the wing's plane, good God, the, the plane's wing, and good attempting God. to run, good God, run away as the aircraft was preparing to take off. So this guy got to live my dream. I That'd mean, amazing. That's not that amazing. It's amazing. I've done it, so it's not that amazing. <laughs> I got to go in that B 52 bomber, dude, or B 17. I got to do what really? I want. Yeah. I do what I want. Well, that's the benefit of being a great person. I, I, they, you, I've heard about you that. You can ask them, like, can I do this? Like, I don't see why not. I'm like, You're not allowed to drive a tractor, but you can go out on the wing of a B-52 bomber. Well, it depends on the tractor. Something's not here. Well, that's true. Some of them are. And plus, Kurt knows who I am, so he knows I'll probably hit something that I shouldn't be hitting. It's true. And and I appreciate that. How do the wheels look on your car, by the way? Are you one of those guys that hits curbs? Oh, Are you no. one of those curb guys? No. Road rash or curb rash? I know the proximity of my vehicle. Very so. good. Way to go. Well, your new vehicle might be a little bit bigger. Those cyber trucks are pretty wide, so you need to make sure that you I you're... feel like it's a killing machine. when Because, uh, you know, it's funny. I was listening to a review of the cyber truck, like the... In, the uh-huh. 
And they were talking about there might be a potential issue globally with the Cybertruck because the front bumper. Oh, I heard. Oh, doesn't, okay. The front bumper doesn't have it's steel. So apparently there's some laws for re- like uh, residential cars that they have to have some lack of resistance. I don't know what the term is. So basically when you hit somebody, it absorbs so it doesn't like, kill the Oh, it, yeah. And kill. it's already 9,000 pounds. So, yeah. so they're, so And goes zero to 60 in like two and a half seconds. Yeah. So that's what they're saying is oh, it's supposed to oh, help oh. absorb the cushing and get right. rid of the force. Right. So this Cybertruck does just, not have it's that. It's just a rolling death machine for other people. Not for you. So if anything, what you should do if you're smart is yeah. buy one, wait for the apocalypse, and get like the sun, get the what are the solar panels, uh-huh. and then there you go, you're good. You can kill Just everybody, kill all the zombies, but only for like 300 miles, and then <laughs> you're right. So then you got to recharge. But again, the zombies won't be able to get you because that glass is bulletproof. Well, not bulletproof. I mean, you're just already killing them, going zero to a hundred. <laughs> Well, kind of like that guy running over the sheep. Have you seen that video? <laughs> no. It was like a truck driver, just God. Just, just murdering like a uh, hundred sheep. No, I don't. Awesome. I don't want to watch that. Actually, I did hear, like we said, that they uh, have released them out to the general public. But at this point, there's only like twelve of them that are on the road right now. So I don't, they're kind of well. The, what's funny to me about them too? I thought there was is more of them. It's a fingerprint thing to start the car or something? No, no, like the steel they use is that kind of steel that if you touch it like it leaves fingerprints. Oh, how annoying. And so I'm thinking to myself like, like a refrigerator? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh. very similar. And uh so I was thinking to myself like how many people are going to screw with other cyber trucks? Like if I was you know, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like <laughs> I'd be like thumbprint all over put it. A little smiley face, put a little Cuz I told you that story about That's this. a little bit better than shooting at it. That's good. Let's hope yeah, that's yeah, the no new one's TikTok gonna shoot at it. If it happens, that's going to be like a one-off, man. I sure hope so. So, Or throw something at it. It doesn't have to be a shotgun or whatever, or a gun shot, but you watch. It's going to happen. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan shot a bow and arrow at it. <laughs> and it bounced off. And it bounced off. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, but no, I, I, I noticed that because that was a lot of the reviews and the detail. Everyone's like, yeah, it's a fingerprint magnet. So I was like, that's got to be the worst vehicle to own because... Most people who spend that kind of money are like, I yeah. like my car. Clean. And it's like, Can't get yeah. rid of these fingerprints. Yeah. If Now, if my brother got one, I would tell all the grandkids, nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. like, go touch that car. Yeah. And so imagine, like, the creepiness of all these little handprints all around. Is like, what's this guy doing with all these kids? Why are they, like, trying to get in? Oh, man. But, yeah, it looks pretty cool, though. I mean, I'd drive it. I know you would. So. No, you would. I'm excited about my truck. It's not a cyber truck, but it's a truck. Yeah, it's more fun to pretend that more it of a is, car. though. Yeah, it's more fun to pretend that you are getting a cyber truck. Hey, do you remember? Since this is New Year's time, it got me thinking back to the year 2000. Yeah, Y2K, and all baby. the Y2K craziness that went on. Do you remember mm-hmm. all the hysteria that was associated with the Y2K? Of course, if you don't know what I'm referring to, obviously a lot of the old school software. Well, no, absolutely. A lot of the software that was written back in the 1900s um, only would use the last two digits of the year in their code to save space, to save memory, et cetera, et cetera. So there would just be a 99. And the fear was at the year 2000, when it rolled over from 1999 to 2000, software would stop operating appropriately and there was going to be mass pandemonium and mass yeah. chaos especially like banking systems and institutions Skynet would probably be launched afterwards right right donald trump would be elected president. crazy stuff would happen right and so there was a lot of uh my joke was so much better that was the lamest thing donald trump be president America. well no one would have thought that back in 1999 he literally said it he would run for president in 1999? No, I think like in the 80s. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back. Edit it out in post. And uh, there was a lot of work that was done to prepare systems for Y2K. So I think in retrospect, looking back on it, the joke is, well, nothing really happened. Well, we did a lot of preparation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I, I looked it up to see if there actually was some real-life incidences that occurred during Y2K. And I found a few Nothing crazy, though, but it says after Y2K, U.S. spy satellites stopped working for a few days. Maybe this is where the Chinese got the balloon idea for. We'll just go low-tech. So this is why I think the moon landing was fake. Absolutely was. Yeah. I mean, Continue. If they knew, Continue if, speaking if, truth, brother. If, if, if they knew they needed to fix those computers in the satellites, they would have just easily flown up there and done some spacewalking. But what happened during those few days? We'll never know. See? They stopped working. Is that when Gaddafi got kind of like destroyed? Who? Gaddafi. Yeah, what about him? 
Was that around that time? I don't remember. On Y2K, some poor person got charged over $91,000 for renting the general's daughter. <laughs> I like these types of stories. So I guess this was back when Blockbuster and rental places such as that were popular and people would rent a movie. They rented it over the new year and <laughs> they were charged 91 grand. Of course, we're probably being 100 years late or something like that. Yeah. I, it, I, you know what's funny to me? is that concept of late stuff. So, like, for example, if you go, or paying the penalty for late stuff, uh, uh-huh. if you go to the Montgomery County Library, which I go, that's how I actually how I read my books. I'd never buy He's books. there all the time, everyone. I know. I've ne- Every I, time I call him, he's like, uh, hey, I'm at the library again. No, reading. No, legit. Can't and, keep uh, him out of there. And I always wondered, I asked the lady, because I see her probably, like, every two weeks. I was like, mm-hmm. I go, do people actually pay their late fees? Because it cannot be that much money. Like you're talking like ten cents when it's late or something like that. A day compounded every nanosecond. I know, but it's it, it's not like what you think is obscene because it's the county library. They're like, oh, just they. She even said like, if it becomes an issue, then they'll we'll, they'll work a deal out. Like where it's like, hey, just give us a hundred dollars. Hundred bucks. So, I mean, like not like if they have a million dollar owed. But what got me thinking was Blockbuster, uh huh, and video places like that. And I wonder if the corporate people were like, hey. This year we're definitely shutting down, guys. Like it's gonna happen. But I want you to pay attention to this byline on the report. We have over twenty-eight million dollars owed. What are we gonna do to collect that before we tell people we're closing? Because mm-hmm. once you tell people you're closing, they're never gonna pay it. Right. So I wonder how that conversation went, and I wonder how much money they like put into recouping that money. I don't know. I haven't had a late fee in so long at a. Blockbuster or a library. I couldn't even tell you how much they are. I think they're usually just a couple of Because if I remember correctly in Blockbuster, if you were late to a certain degree, you couldn't rent there anymore. Oh, yeah. They had your picture up behind the counter. Do not rent to this man. It's a big picture of dick. Well, you needed your car. They scan it. Yeah. I still have my old school Blockbuster card. But I don't really remember them doing anything like to your credit. Or something. It's not like they try to destroy your credit. You know, I'm gonna have to look that up because I bet you at a certain point, especially with videos, video fees seem to be a little bit more than library fees. I bet you they they might turn because at the very beginning of that rental service, your Debbie does Dallas is super well, late. Like it's racking up fees. Be- betas and VHSs were expensive. Yeah, like they were like forty bucks. Yeah, the actual tape themselves. Yeah, yeah. this is like very at the and laser disc and stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah, they, laser disc. Like, how do they protect that? And uh, but whatever. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny because yeah. they lost all that money. I bet, and but it was never really theirs to begin with because sure, it, no one's really on the honor code. No one cares about honor. Not anymore. Everyone cares about cheating and stealing doping, dude. Y2K caused and a slinging. new caused a newborn to be registered peaches. as 100 years old. Thought that's kind of funny. And then of course a lot of people were stuck with their Y2K survival kits. I'm like, what is entailed in a Y2K survival kit? But we got battery free free flashlights, blankets, waterproof matches, you know, all the stuff you need. At the end of the world. All right, this is a pretty good time to take a break. Everybody, when we come back, we're going to have a few stories about inmates and what they're up to these days. Audience One Show. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belschner along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, we're back to the second half of Audience of One. Here on Lone Star Community Radio, thank you so much for hanging out with us so far. We're here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. with a new show on podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Lone Star Community Radio. Just look up Audience of One or Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We are a nonprofit radio station, so we always ask if you enjoy this content, then feel free to donate our sponsor on Insta One, you can vi- you can visit us online at our show page irlandstar.com slash uh, So onesies, it is the new year. We're excited about this year. We don't really have any goals for Audience of One because if you can see on your screen, Andrew doesn't know where the article is that he wanted to talk about. He's already 
you know, basically disoriented going into the second half of the show. I'm trying to, like, keep talking while uh, he's figuring out. I do want to let uh, listeners who did not listen to last week's episode check it out. We learned about the Beer Mile, and uh, I think it's a real, those guys are actually very cool. I was I was really hoping they were going to be— you Friendly know, guys. I was hoping they are going to be kind of uh, stuck up and stuff, because people who run, to me, I think they have a screw loose because you're running. Yeah, for long distances long too. Distances. They do it all. Short distances, so, long distances. But they're good. They drink a beer every quarter mile. So they got to be cool. So they're cool. Uh, and yeah, they were very, very uh, friendly. And um, seems like somebody you would just want to go have a beer with. Well, they're friendly because they wanted money. So let's, well, let's, let's be honest. Well, they're doing a Kickstarter. I, it's over. So sorry, guys, if you if you actually, didn't get. I think get, it might still be going. Uh, I, it's Middle just, of January, I think. So it should it should still be I going. I don't know. I mean, you don't. And you should give them money because I want to see that movie happen. I mean, I feel like it's just time now. They already filmed it. Uh, no, they've put the trailer together. They've got a lot of footage because people don't realize they how need long to finish, it takes. Right? They have to fit. They get the Kickstarter and the funds to finish making the movie. They've they've got the trailer and they've got a lot of the film follow, already. Follow the money. Okay, right. I'm right. following right. the money. You I don't trust always... those guys. <laughs> you went from loving them, they're amazing, <laughs> to, no, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody, Jeez. Kickstarter. Well, I trust you guys. But you can donate money to Audience <laughs> of One, and that's donating. Yes, make sure, if you like what you're hearing, everybody, we, we are a 501 Like, share, follow, or even donate and sponsor. Yeah. Share the show with a friend. Want to hide your money in tax stuff? 501c3 nonprofit right here. <laughs> You named it. You got it, buddy. <laughs> We're available <laughs> for all your embezzlement yeah, needs. All your embezzlement needs. I love it. You know, uh, you know, we didn't discuss this going into today's show. Was oh no, the the New Year resolution and your goals, and then we never really have any goals for the show, which I love because I don't want to be. I don't want to do this live anywhere else because we talked about going to Ingenious Brewery and doing some interviews. I'm cool with the interview stuff, but mm-hmm. do a show. I find myself if I'm in public, I will say the wrong thing. No way, and not it, you. It will be remembered by people, and I really, yeah, I I always say the wrong thing when so I'm in public. So, is your goal, your New Year's resolution, to try and say the right thing more no. often? No, no. But I want to be myself. I don't want to. That's right, and that's what this show allows you to do. I, 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 a oh, oh. audience of one. That's right. Now we get it. I love it. Yeah, man. So I gotta but ask personally, you. Personally, let's talk about personal. Oh, goals. oh no. I don't. So, so I don't. I don't really. You don't do that. I don't really do those. I mean, because well, I'll talk about mine then. Okay. Uh, oh boy. Do no. you need a couch to lie on? No. Uh, no. I was actually talking to one of my buddies about this because, I like we've I've never been one of those people who do the New Year's resolution like oh, I'm gonna work out or whatever. And I kind of said because uh, a lot happened last year. Yes, and I was like personally to I, you, it personally, yeah. And I was talking to him about it, and he he said something that really helped me. He's like, "Hey, just let the rest of the year be what it is, and just kind of go through the motions." Okay. But then when the new year goes, like it's a new year, it literally is a new year for you, right? So basically, what I'm going to do is I'm transitioning, and yes. into a woman. Yes. So I'm no longer be called Dick anymore. I'm going to be called Virginia. Okay. I uh, as <laughs> I I am a very progressive man, yeah. and I accept your uh, change, uh, Virginia. Just, I, and um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really wanted to get you with that. I didn't do enough build up. I wanted to like get your face, be like, oh, Dick, and <laughs> doing it again, throwing yeah. out an old transition joke yeah. again. I'm in there. Low hanging fruit. Man. They really are low hanging peaches, man. But we knock them out of the park, don't we? Uh, yeah. But no, I, I, the whole idea of resolutions are funny to me because I even told my buddy, I was like, "Well, if you want to hold each other accountable, we got to have like real stakes here if we're like going to do goals." And he's like, okay. "Like Omaha steaks? Well, or is it called steaks? Like high end steaks?" Okay. Yes. And he's like, okay, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, if you don't do one of your goals, I'll break your legs. Oh, my. And You definitely need an accountability buddy for yeah. things like this, but not someone who threatens violence against your legs. Well, my I God. Feel, well, I feel like the mafia really— If you really, don't do this, taking your knees out. Well, the mafia— For you. For you, though. See, the mafia is doing something right. It's like ultimate gaslighting, right? right? I'm doing this for you. Right. Like, the mafia was doing something right when they put the fear into people to pay. So that's what Blockbuster should have done. Blockbuster should have gotten with the mafia. At the like, library. Hey, how, are you, how are you collecting your your, your overdue stuff? Just send these guys. Just send, just send Billy. Billy and Joe over here. Break some legs. But so the mafia, I mean, they have good logic over there a lot of times and good principles. Like, they get their money. 
So mm-hmm. that's, you got to hit your goals. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're not hurting for cash. They are definitely meeting their goals. You know, we talked earlier in the show about the cyber truck and how dangerous it is. And I asked you, you know, if you are the kind of guy who hits curves with your car, destroys the wheels, and got me thinking though. Have you ever hit an animal with your car? And I don't mean on purpose, like accidentally. Yeah. I guess we could say it was on purpose. Well, but... I mean, I never hit an animal on purpose. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Uh, I've I've hit definitely hit squirrels. I've hit possums. I've hit deer. Uh, probably the wildest one was I hit a deer in my father's truck. Mm. And I there's two things that happened right when I hit it. Was I hit the back of the legs because it went <clears throat> that fast in the front left bumper. And then I check my rearview mirror, and I see that that little guy tumbling down the ditch, like mm-hmm. just like as if he got hit with something. Just, he did. He did. Yeah. And an F one fifty. It was like it was like me 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 me. And I kind of laughed. And then the next thing is now I got to explain to my dad that I uh, hit something in his car, and it's wasn't my fault. It was a deer. Right. But I had to pay. I had to pay for it. So let me ask you, in that scenario... my dad does not care about you circumstances. Hit, He's like, you... you, you it doesn't matter. You, the just, damage is the damage, no matter what. In that scenario, you know what, though... You know what he did? Oh, well, don't point at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Getting aggressive. Dude, and your never, New Year's resolution needs to be... No, I'll never forget this. Uh, bring that down a little bit. So in high school, he let me drive his truck, and his truck when it had one of those like solid covers for the bed. It's called a tonneau. Mm-hmm. Well, there's different kind. Like, there's, like, this is like the actual... It looks like metal. Mm-hmm. And it's the color of the car painted mm-hmm. well still uh, a tonneau cover but go I, ahead i got in an accident my fault i get it It was my first accident i've ever been in just wasn't paying attention to look left look right look left went straight and i think really what happened is the guy ran the stop sign because there's no way he i would have uh yeah of course and, not. Uh, i didn't get in trouble i didn't get a ticket because officer's like yeah that's probably what happened i was like because he even said mm-hmm. oh i didn't even see him pull out i'm like that's probably because you took the corner and didn't even stop at the stop sign and well anyway we i i pay for their fix to the mechanical body shop. Well, the mechanical body shop people dug this thing through the tunnel thing, like took off like dug chunks. Dug this thing through whatever the tunnel it was. thing. I have no idea what you're talking what, about. The, whatever that, what do you call the flatbed cover? What do you call it? The to- tonneau cover. Tona. T- or tonneau. Tonneau cover. Yes, I meant to- like chunks of the paint. Oh. And then they put this black sealant on it. Uh-huh. So clearly they weren't even trying to hide it because it was. Oh, so they damaged it. So we, Yeah, but. He thought I did it in the wreck somehow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I was like, "It was just a fender What the hell are you talking about?" And that was one of the craziest arguments I had with my father. It was like, "How? Why would I? Like, why would I lie about this? I, I clearly was in an accident." Yeah. But I go, well, "I'm not paying for that," because he, he wanted me to buy a whole new one. And those things were at that time they're expensive. They're expensive. And I was yeah. like, "I didn't even do that. Maybe mm-hmm. you did it. I don't know." And he's like, "Will you try to cover it up with this this black sealant?" I'm like. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do is cover a green top with black sealant, and maybe I'll get away with it. You think it. a body shop would have done a better job than that? Yeah. So in the scenario that you described earlier of this deer that you hit in the back hind legs, if you look in your rearview mirror and you see the animal oh, laying there in the street, pretty do, you, uh, do you put it in reverse no. and go and put it out of its misery? I've heard of people who will do that, too, because it's worse for the animal to suffer. They're like, ah... No, put it in reverse and go back cho- and finish the job. They chose their fate by running in front of my car. <laughs> oh man, so, I, that's, I don't think kidding. I don't think I could do that. Well, see, that's what's so funny is I saw the deer get up. Oh, so he's cool. He's cool. Well, that's it. what I'm saying. Like I saw it tumble into the ditch, and then it just whoop, and just went Ran on. Off. And I was okay, like, "You're good. Yeah, you got I was lucky like, there." What the heck? And uh, but I never killed anything. Well, I mean, I ran over yeah. a squirrel. That guy's dead. Yeah, that's that's pretty dead. Uh, I I haven't. Obviously, I never killed anything really on purpose either. Yeah, uh, but I have had you know the squirrel incidents. I'm sure. But this reminds me of this story. It's one time I was in high school, and at the time I was driving an old uh, F-150. And if you remember, like 1990, I think, or 89 or 90. And if you remember the style of those cars at the time, the side mirrors had big metal brackets basically for the side mirrors. You could fold them in and out. They almost yeah. looked like a triangle. Right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I'm driving over to a friend's house, and I pull up into the driveway and roll down the window and. And, you know, he comes over to start talking to me, and I look down, and as he's talking, I realize there is a dead bird that I must have hit hanging, like just hanging off of that side mirror. And he's just chatting away with me within inches of hitting this thing, and I'm like, hey, uh... You may want to watch out there. And, of course, it looks like, ah, this thing looked disgusting. Oh, that's the only time I can really remember hitting anything of consequence, but it was... Pretty nasty. I don't like, obviously, having to deal with that. 
Yeah, you're not. You don't even want to touch a cockroach. I don't. I don't like them. You, sir, sit on them for fun. Are you aware of who Lester Eubanks is? No, no idea. So Lester Eubanks, this came back up into the news because this is like the 45th anniversary of, or maybe it's 45th anniversary, I think, of this guy's um, escape from prison. And it's kind of interesting. This was a bad dude. This was a guy who was charged with killing uh, like a 14-year-old girl. Aw. I know. Back in the, the early 70s, or 60s, sorry. And what's really interesting about this is... On December 7th in 1973, he and a couple of other inmates were allowed to go to the mall to Christmas shop because they had been, they'd had good, previous good behavior. Yeah, they're trying it out. Yeah, what could go wrong there? And two of the inmates come back, they report back at their scheduled time, but not old Lester. Lester's gone, and he's never been seen again. And this was a bad dude. Now, at this point, I'm sure he'd probably be in his you know, 70s, I'm guessing, 70s. I don't know how old he is, but what the heck were they thinking? And apparently they've reopened the case a few years ago trying to find this guy. They've got well, some leads. I hope they don't close the case ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, they're trying to find him, and they've got some, they think they're getting close. Uh, and I think there's actually some podcasts out there that are talking about how um, close they are to capturing this guy, but... What the hell were they thinking? Well, letting inmates, especially murders, so you guys go out to the mall and just shop. Meet me here at one thirty by the by the doo doo mushroom and um, in the mall. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the the mall map, and uh, we'll go back to prison. What the hell? Well, at that time, I can't there, say there, that I blame him. To be honest, at with that you. time there was an arcade. Yeah, back then there was probably actually the seventies. I don't know, but you know what's funny though is the idea of convicts escaping in the seventies and eighties. Uh huh. They're still out there. Technology is really going to get them. Because remember that one serial killer from California recently got busted? Like, it was like four years ago, three years ago. He got busted because his like nephew or something did the 23andMe. Oh, wow. And his DNA, I guess the police have access to that stuff. And it got hit that the killer. So, But they knew it wasn't the kid because the, the nephew was like was, was born after the murders. And then they questioned him, and they're like, well... So they got this guy based off of his 23andMe DNA. Yeah. So I, I have to admit, if I am a person who has committed that type of crime, and I'm on the run, I'm not doing a DNA test. And, you know, if my spouse well, he, or whatever he, he is like, have been his honey, I, don't you want to know about your, your, your family? Nope. Don't care. Like, I, Because you're, you're putting you're, that you're out still, there. But you still have your genes, though. So your DNA is going to be similar to your nephew. So he probably, he might not have even known he had a nephew, but he left his DNA all over the crime scenes and they collected it. Ooh, and 50 gross. years, 50 years later, they... Oh, so he didn't do the DNA test. His nephew did. His nephew did. Okay, sorry. I must, I, yeah. I must have missed that. And so they questioned the nephew and then they found out he had like, wow. like, this is who we're looking for. And then they found him. So yeah, like this guy, so it's interesting now in today's wow. world, like when those guys... Because uh, he's been... In prison for a like, long time. He doesn't understand technology, and he's in his well, 70s is, or 80s, I, right? I, 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 this is when I realized I don't like the way I he's think sometimes. Mm -hmm. because this is why it makes for compelling radio. Because I lost my wallet. Remember I lost my wallet last year? Oh, that's right. And I had to redo my license. Well, I was trying to do online, but apparently you can't just resubmit it. You have to have like a 15-digit code that right. I never had that's a copy right. of it. That's right. So I actually had to go back into the dealio. Well, uh, into the DPS, and they wanted my fingerprints. And I was like, no, you're not getting my fingerprints. They're all over that Tesla Cybertruck outside anyways. Yeah. And I'm like, and I like, I literally had, like, I almost wanted to fight this. And I was like, why do you need my fingerprints? Because you know that's going to be held against you later down well, the road, man. I was like, man. I go, this is, that's, this is suspicious. And she's like, no, we just need it to, and I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need my thumbprint and my fingerprints for anything. What are you up to, man? I know, but what I'm saying are you this, up to? But it got me thinking. You, you know, did get stopped at the mall map a couple no, weeks no, ago. No, now no. you refuse to give prints. Yeah. You you claim you don't know who Lester Eubanks is. Uh huh. But it, it got it got me thinking. All these criminals that are out there, and they're like, oh, I can't even get a driver's license under a fake name, right? Because you're gonna have to take my fingerprints. And I, I I I'm not saying that the DPS is nefarious with the. With my fingerprints, I just don't like to give my fingerprints. You think out. your prints will be on like a cardboard printout somewhere in the back of someone's truck, and they'll be driving along and they'll fly no, out, and I someone just, now has your. I, 
your prints. Basically, those kind of details sometimes bite in the butt. So, interesting. I, yeah, Dick doesn't want his prints on file. Well, because he got me huh. thinking about the beer mile guys and going to Canada, and I'm like, no, I'm not getting a passport. It'd be so great if we do actually show like, up there in Canada next year, and I show up I'm like, hey guys, Chris, Adam, what's going and on? I legally get there. No, no, no. Yeah, and they're like, where's Dick? Uh, he's at the border. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he, he refused to cross because they, they asked for his prints, and so uh, he's going to zoom it in. He is he is drinking out of a helmet, though. Always, You know, I told you about my idea about the Zoom robot. Zoom robot. I told you about that. Probably. Like, during the pandemic, I had this idea. Is, you know, what is it, a decade ago, the Segways were a popular thing? Yes. And now there's probably thousands of Segways just nowhere. <laughs> not not being used, so you right. just you just make a robot out of it and have like an iPad. And, oh right, and yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. You can drive it around, yeah. and so like you can go to your, you can be in person at places. Kind of, kind of a genius guy. You know, the inventor of the Segway died. Well, we all die on a Segway. <laughs> he, he flew off the edge of a cliff on his Segway. Mm. So I guess we know how Elon Musk is eventually going to go. I suppose space. Wouldn't that be wild? Oh, man. On one of his little ventures see, up there. Oh, see, that's what sucks about space, especially like the private sector space. If someone something bad happens up there, everyone's going to have like a bad taste in their mouth. Like, oh, we shouldn't do that. Because I think that's what happened with like, was it Apollo 13? Not 13. Uh, was it 11 that blew up? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like people are like, we shouldn't be doing this. And I'm like, well, these guys knew the risk. They're going to a place where there's not even oxygen. Yeah. Like, it's already going to be dangerous. <laughs> Did you hear, I think I may actually have it on the run sheet, and it was left over from a previous week. Did you hear about the tomato that was lost at the space station? This guy was making dinner, cooking, and he, I guess, lost a tomato, because, you know, things in space float around, and he couldn't find it. He couldn't find it, and he said he spent upwards of 17 to 20 hours looking for this thing. They have finally located the lost tomato so in the space station. Oh, yeah, he ate it immediately. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing it's not, but that sucker floated around That's in cool. space, and they were hunting for it. Man, see, like, but again. <laughs> I've got the story. I'd have if, to dig it up. Elon but. Musk died in space, people will probably cheer now because this month yeah, he's so hated. We, we hate him. Yeah, this month. But, like, it's one of those, like, people are going to be like, oh, we shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, yeah, it's like you're going, what? Like, when people were... We're talking about the submarine people. Yep. The like, submarine exploded. I'm like, yeah, they were in a submarine going to like the deep one of the deepest parts of the ocean. Like they knew the risks. Yeah, he didn't care. He was like, now nah, give me a video game controller. Let's do this. Well, I mean, eventually that's where it's gonna go. Eventually. What, to the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> no, I mean like to control that kind of stuff. That's what pe- yeah, at some point. That's probably probably why I thought, uh, this is just this is the way technology works. This is where we're headed. Staying on this theme of convicted felons, do you remember the big news last year? It's kind of like a year in review. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember the big story about Sam Bankman-Fried? Yeah. The FTX cryptocurrency guy who got sentenced to, I believe it was 110 years in prison. Thank goodness he's a young guy, so I'm sure he'll, me, he'll me, see that sentence Let me ask through. you this. So this guy, when, this, when he got busted, he learned all the history. I don't know if a lot of people know his history, so he's... Wealthy family, yeah, lawyers, kind of stuff. parents are lawyers but, or professors but again, of law. It, the fact that he did the Bahama deal and they had those like orgy parties or whatever, sure did. Or not orgy party. What would he call? It? Like they were open relationships. Uh, I mean, if enough people are involved, I suppose it's because I, I'm not saying it was just a whatever. party. Like they didn't have one party. Like if you lived there, those all those people were like in open relationships. With I, each no, other. you. I didn't go into too much so research got, on that part well, of it. Got it, me but. thinking. It's like, is that a money thing? Like, you, you make all this money, mm-hmm. and then you kind of, like, lower the barriers of expectations. It's like, I'm, I'm a billionaire, and I can kind of do whatever I want. And I'm just kind of like, you know, we're going to go to Bahamas. We're going to live here. That's, yeah. Or do you think that he would have lived that lifestyle even if, like, you've been a furry or something like that? Because all those people are kind of weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they do say that money just enhances whatever type of trait that you currently have. So, so he was already your, that kind of guy. Be? Uh... I, I would do a radio show, but I'd do an even better radio show because I'd be a See, billionaire. I, I don't know, man. Uh, clearly, I, I would. I'd like to think that I would be a good person. I really do. I'd like to think that I would buy everything that I need, but then I would be very generous with my money and give it away, et cetera, et cetera. But, man, there's a real chance I, I could be an I ass. I wouldn't give away a cent. Uh, there's a good chance I'd be a real ass. <laughs> yeah, I would never. I wouldn't give Probabilities away Probabilities are pretty high. I don't know. I honestly don't know, man. 
because you don't want anyone knowing you have money. So that's that's the yeah, key yeah. Like you don't even know if I have money or not, which is not on you. I'm doing except got, for that killer watch you're wearing. That screams opulence. It does. It does. It says I worked for the post office for <laughs> yeah. fifty years. No, what I love about this watch. Here's is my watch. A lot of like my brother, and then uh, like I said, I went to. I have three brothers, by the way. If people uh, I talk about them a lot, but anyway, they're all talking about watches. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, cool. I can be in this conversation. I got a watch. Look at me. And then they made fun of me because apparently. Oh, it's not an Apple watch or something, no, right? No, no, no. A couple of them really liked it a lot because it's was, it was a you know priceless thing. But apparently these watches made so long ago like, are like the smallest. I forgot what they called it. Face. The face yeah, on them is small. They're yes. small. Mm-hmm. And they started throwing numbers around. I'm like, why would I want a bigger one? Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, the bigger, the better. Like one guy was like. I, I disagree. I, I, I guess. So for me, I'm not a very large man, and nine out of every ten watches I try on are just massive. They've gotten bigger and bigger, too, and I try them on. It's like, good God, it's it's wider than my wrist. Yeah, I mean, this thing's from the 50s, I think. And then I try on a woman's watch. I'm like, well, this looks like a man's watch, and it fits, you know? So it's hard for me to be able to find a man's watch that actually fits. Most of them, I, I tend to uh, tend getting the uh, unisex watches, what they call them, and they're they're a little bit smaller-faced. Yeah. Yeah, that looks, but that looks fine on you, right? It doesn't look yeah. small. It looks no, like it I got, fits. I get multiple compliments because I never wear watches. Yeah, and, I know. Oh, I noticed it. And people notice it now, and I'm like, this is weird. They're not saying it about my face. So. Oh, good. It takes it takes the attention away from your face. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, <laughs> Sam Bankman-Fried is kind of back in the news again. Is, uh, he, is he doing orgies in jail? Well, I'm sure he might be. He might be. But I. this is funny, though. It's. This, this is funny. It's being reported that the ex-CEO is reportedly using mackerel to pay for a haircut in jail. So instead of trading cigarettes, he's using mackerel. And yes, mackerel meaning the fish, I guess. Really weird. Um, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you looking up? Well, like maybe mackerel is like dried mackerel. Or something. I don't know. It sounds really gross. Well, the facility that houses him is notorious for poor living conditions, and it's been called inhumane by public defenders. Um, there's staff shortages, power outages, maggots in the food. Uh, and I'm thinking, well, maggots in the food, then why the heck is mackerel being used as currency? I don't know. I guess because well, now they, can't, well, they probably smart. can't smoke anymore. Well, it's smart because that means you got to spend it. Because whoever the stinkiest person in prison is, probably the one that has the most mackerel. <laughs> So that's a target right there. There you go. I just thought it was funny. He's trading fish for a haircut, which is good because that guy's floppy hair was pretty bad. Come on. Don't judge someone the way it looks. (laughs) I mean, you know. Just because he made a lot of money by stealing it. So, Dick, you know, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about weird noises in the house and how I was hearing noises lately. And of course it turned out to be the massive amount of acorns falling on my roof. Have you ever heard noises in your house and had the weird thought of, I think someone's living in my attic or any, or basement. If you have one of those, if you ever had that weird, strange thought, Nope. I think so. Yeah, we talked about this on the, one of the first episodes. Really? Yeah. We did? We, that person living under, so 2023. Oh yeah, we did. Or the attic. Well, uh, they the basement. Found- Oh, that's right. Like, it was living underneath the house. Like, straight up, going to work, yeah. doing all her stuff. That's and... so weird. Was a homeless guy living underneath their house? No, that person had a job. No, 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 no. The one I thought was, it was just a homeless guy. He was just living there. Oh, no, this person had, like, they... What? Oh, that was a different uh, story. Like, he was going to work and stuff, and then at night would come and live underneath somebody's house? Oh, my God. Well, along those same lines, um, a family was doing renovations on their house, and they brought up the flooring, and wouldn't you know... They found a 12-foot hot tub underneath the floors in their house. Now, no one was living there, which would have been really cool if you saw a dude there with his arms up and his legs up. What's going on? But how crazy is this, man? And you know what's funny about this is a while ago you asked me what I would do if I had endless amounts of money. Didn't I say that I would build a swimming pool hot tub in my house and then just floor over it? You remember that? And you're like, oh, that's a baller move. I was like, yeah, so that way, when I'm having my fancy cocktail parties, I could tell people, you know, right below us is a swimming pool, don't you? They're like, whoa. Yeah, that's how rich I am. I just build a pool and then floor over it. You know what's even crazier well, than that? Well, that's what actually happened. Ma- Michael Buble. <laughs> Buble, yes. He was on uh, one of the Barstool things, and he has an ice rink in his basement. An ice rink? 
Whoa. Can you imagine the cost to keep that thing cold? But when you got well, buble money. That's why I put it in the basement. Oh, uh, well, that does help, I suppose. Yeah. Man, you got a really lot. I wonder how his triple yeah. sow cow is. He's down there practicing every single day. Well, he was making a joke because he was like, oh, I never really wanted to be a singer. I wanted to play hockey, but I was terrible. Oh, I immediately went to figure skating. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because hockey. Again, you're judging people. No, and I just assume. No, you're, ju- you're a judger. It's all right. Some people judge. Some people get judged. It's fine. Dog eat dog world. We get it. But uh, but yeah, oh, he has an man. ice rink, which is pretty baller. To me, that's like even better than a swimming pool. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, this is an old dried up one, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. Okay. This was in Arkansas, and they, this was a home that was built, newly purchased in the 1980s. Why would they word it like that? Well, what I like the about those, because there's the always stories home. about, oh, they built over a well and things like that. You've seen that. Right. And yes. so it, what I love is these contractors or whatever, these builders of houses are like, hey, what do you want to do about this? Yeah, let's just put some tongue and groove over it. Like, It'll I, be fine. I think the coolest one I I saw is somebody built over a Monopoly board. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and they and you wondered why they would, would have. Why a, would you cover up the yeah, Monopoly? Because you're a bro. super huge Monopoly fan. Come to find out, well, it's just unique. It is unique. Like everyone who listens, but you assumed that they were going to use it for playing the actual game, and I said it was probably just there for decor. You're well, like, no, why have it if you're not going to play with it? Yeah. I'm like, well, because maybe they just like the way it looks, Dick. I guess. I don't know. No, but like, still, still, like everyone that lives in this world probably has boring houses and have Monopoly boards. True. True that. So, what would you have in your house to make sure people knew you were interesting? I told you already. Exactly. I would build a pool and then floor that's over. That's the only thing you that's would it. do? That's it. That's all I got. I guess. No, maybe I'd have a trapeze. That'd be kind of cool. And I'd, I'd have like some... A trapeze? Yeah, man. Then I'd have people actually perform. I wouldn't do it. And I'd have them behind a curtain, and so when I had my, my dinner parties, the curtain would just slowly open, and there'd be people flinging, swinging back and forth. That's cool. Pretty baller. Do you remember the San Francisco Doom Loop? This is our year in review. The Doom Loop, we talked about it, and basically this was a tour that was put on by someone in the city, na- unnamed person, to go for 30 bucks, they could tour the slums and the, the uh, drug areas oh, of San I like Francisco. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, man. It was pretty funny. give you funny. your own block. Yeah, yeah, you could get into a bus, and the guy would just tour you around and show you all of the, the guys doing meth right there can, on the can street. You, can you imagine, like, here, here's the deal right here. Ready? Look, yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the bus driver. I'm driving. This is a visual. He's driving. I'm driving. Yep, and I, I see turn his around. profile. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys ready to see some cockroaches? <laughs> and it's like, click. And, like, all the lights go on. Oh, and the bus is covered in them. Ah! And it's like you see everybody. You see the full detail of the street. Oh, Nasty. Nasty, nasty. Well, what I think is interesting, and the reason this came back up in the news, is he, this person was outed and ID'd, and it was actually a San Francisco city commissioner. And of Sounds course, important. Yeah, and of course, he was immediately fired. He was a walking tour, actually. I thought it was in like a bus. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. Well, again, they give you your own block. Yeah, yeah, they would have to. Yeah, leading him to resign with a blistering letter from the progressive city's deplorable conditions and rampant criminality. Well, sorry about that. Couple quick hits here before the end of the show, Dick. Do you remember having to do burpees when you were a kid? In like PE class, middle school. It's like an elementary school. Um, yeah. I know it's like a is it a workout? Yeah, it's like where you Oh God, how do I describe it? You go down to the ground, touch the ground with your hands, jump up, raise your oh, arms you do, into the you, air. You do a push-up, don't you? Uh, and then, yeah, maybe you can do... There's different versions, I yeah. think, where you do a push-up, stand up, jump, sit down, push-up, jump. Yeah. yeah, it involves something on ground contact and jumping up in the air, basically, over and over again. Okay. Well, what I didn't realize was this was actually created by a man named Royal Huddleston Burpee. <laughs> His name was actually Burpee. I thought this was pretty cool. And, of course, he uh, lived long ago. I'm trying to think. Back in the 30s, he was a fitness expert. But his uh, granddaughter, Cheryl Burpee, is also a fitness expert. And she is trying to get the word out about her uh, paternal grandfather and all the work that he did and his contributions to exercises. So next time you're... Told to do a burpee. Maybe we should do some burpees right now. You can think there was. There's actually a dude named Burpee right now, and my night. The next show is supposed to bring me food, and guess what? What's that? She didn't. Oh no. Last story here before we go, everyone. 
have you ever wondered, Dick, why when you're at the bar, you see a bartender, he's finished up a bottle, will grab something, clank, 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 clank. And yeah, it's for the TH, TA, TBC, TA, whatever it is, the Texas, a- keep, keep Texas Alcohol. This is fun. Whatever, TABC. There you go. So you, yeah, you, you, but you have I've, bar- I've taken the bartender online course. Ah, oh, so you're you're completely certified. I think it might be. But up what is it for? Now. You said it's for the TABC, but why? Why do they do? Because it? it looks pretty. Because awesome. when I, if I remember correctly, is is to mark the bottle as used, and that it's like basically you can't reuse it. That's correct. So it's actually the sign of good bartending for bartenders to do that. If you are at a bar and you see them not doing that, it's actually kind of frowned upon, and that's so that. Yes, the bottles have been marked as used so that someone won't take a high-end bottle of liquor and put rot gut back in it, and therefore you you think you're paying for a certain liquor when you are not. But I saw that a few weeks ago and was like, oh yeah, why do they do that? So I looked it up, and now you know. Awesome, Dick. This was fun, buddy. I'm glad we were able to get yeah. all our shows in Sorry. over the holidays, and our onesies were not deprived yeah. Of entertainment. You're, it was fun. I encourage everyone to enjoy the rest of the year. This is the last episode no, of this Audience is the first of one. episode oh, of, first the year. of the year. Sorry. Good God. Man. Uh, I, Remember I, we talked about New Year and all forever. that stuff? I meant forever. Yeah, this is it. Bye bye, guys. We're signing off. Yeah. Now, it is pretty cool that we've now made it into 2024. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's been a fun run and it's going to continue at least one more week. Till next week, onesies. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.